whether you work from home or in an office or have transitioned into another career based off your own schedule, got to find ways to eat out here. There's a lot of ways to make money out here based off skill, past experiences, and just finding something based off your own personal comfort and security. So today, we're going to talk about nine to fives and the process of selling into one. Lloyd! You. Lloyd is back in the studio. Yo, cousin. How we doing, man? Blessed and highly favored. The world is looking crazy right now. It is crazy, but, um, <laughs> you know, we're going to do what we have to do to survive yeah, and take it to man. the next level. Watching the news, man, it, there's just something like, you, you can't get away from anything. Nothing. Uh, the, reg- <laughs> the, the restrictions and regulations are, they're up, they're down. Apparently, there's a new yeah. remix of this thing that has been taking uh, time off of our off of our lives and, and our ability to do anything. But um, like the homie said, um, we still, and, and we go, and we, and we move. We move. And we move. All we could do is try to stay healthy out here and try to make money. That's it. So that's what we're talking about today. It's trying. <laughs> now, like I said before, we're talking about nine to fives. Mm-hmm. What was the first job you had that you want to share? Missing. Let me tell you how old I am. Okay. The first job that I have... Um, was from a piece of technology that no longer exists. It was called Hollywood Video. Okay. And Hollywood Video is similar to um, Blockbuster, Blockbuster Video yeah. in that you used to go there and you used to get like bundle packs and you'd be able to rent like three DVDs and then like a couple bags of popcorn and some candy, maybe a video game. And then you'd go home and uh, play yeah. them or watch them and then you'd return them in three to seven business, business days. days. <laughs> That's how old I am. That was my first job and I needed that job because I needed to get a cell phone exactly. because cell phones were just becoming the thing and I was like the only one without one. Would you have the psychic? I did not. My first phone <laughs> uh, my first phone was a Nokia brick because uh obviously I what, what could I afford at, at six, 16 17 you <laughs> know? had the razors out that time or, parents had the razors yeah. well you know parents was like you know I'm not paying for a cell phone for you <laughs> there we go right you know you know that right it's new <laughs> technology you don't need this thing I know where you are you are at school or y'all told me y'all practice that's it so what do you need that phone for meanwhile everybody's getting text messages really though everyone has a phone number you have a phone number man man. A rarity. And, you know what I mean? So you're, you're trying to get a phone number so that you can give it to other people so that you can have text message conversations. Yeah. People are going from text messaging um, instead of writing notes in real time. Technology is changing things. Definitely, definitely. So having that first job and that first uh, direct deposit, my first bank Ooh. account, made me feel like a real boy. <laughs> I established my financial relationship with uh, Bank of America. There you go. Come on, man. I had me a little uh, debit card. I felt like a grown man. This man was making moves. Come on. Man, at 16, 17, but it was out of um, necessity because I needed it for uh, the technology. Now, bro, my first job was actually at Quiznos. Oh, you've been <laughs> in fast food. Yeah, bro. Whoa. I was I was making sandwiches, bro. Like Whoa. I was <laughs> that was my grind. Nice. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know, I was just looking for a job that was hiring. And was close to the house. Just trying to get a paycheck, bro. It's close to the house because, you know, you couldn't go too far because, you know, you ha- it had to be close enough that somebody could take you or that if need be, you could walk. I don't even know if there's any Quiznos left. That's what I was thinking. That chain, I don't even think it think exists either. But it was so much pressure making those sandwiches on point for the customers. <laughs> bro, accurately. I felt like Derek Fisher, 0.4 seconds, every sandwich <laughs> every that I made because they got eyes on you. That's right. And you know, when you go to Subway. Yeah, people are. The sandwich got to be on point. That's right. 
course, they're going to be on your head. That's right, because people have, you know, particular tastes, yeah. and they like their stuff a certain way. See, mine Man. was, bro, do you want this movie? I'd go get it, or I'd point, <laughs> be like, it's, it's on that wall. And then, you know, if they were asking me uh, recommendations, you know, whatever was popular. It was easy, but you, fast food, that's, <laughs> see, that's tough. It's tough, bro. You know, people like to complain when the food ain't right, man. Listen, if people have an opinion, it's a it's about someone else serving them food. So you you know you gotta stand your toes out here, uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. Now Rude. I don't know how you dress to that interview, but interviews in the past, what would you say would be the proper fit to walk into get a potential gig? Like when I was younger, it was um, when I was younger, it was church clothes. So it was just like a man <laughs> was ready. Come on, man! It was church clothes. It was the uh, button-up shirt, slacks, and then like you know, just dress pants, um, dress shoes. But you know, um, obviously, like after college, that's when like the whole suit thing came in, and the whole uh, you know, I, I carry a little uh, not a briefcase, but a folder with my resume. Just trying to get that gig, right? I have my little <laughs> notepad because I'm asking them questions. I want to make sure that I'm writing it yeah. down and that whole thing. But you know, when, when you start off young, you know, church clothes, or whatever you got, yeah, whatever I got, the, the, the stuff that I wore on Sundays. What, what about you? What was you been rotated. <laughs> Same thing, bro. Like Make it work. You know, whatever, whatever clothes I had in my closet, you know, that was on the roster for that day. But, you know, I'm trying to dress so I can get hired during the handshake, man. You know, I want I want to make a presence, bro. Listen, the best, uh, one of the things that I'm most grateful for, even though I uh, despise my name, is the fact that when you read it on a resume, yeah. it doesn't connote, you know, a 6'2", dark-skinned <laughs> black dude like, like I usually do when I walk yeah. in. You know, because, you know, a name like Lord, I could be a librarian. It could be anybody. I could be Indian. <laughs> I could be Pakistani. It could be, you don't, you don't know what's coming through the door really with don't. a name like Lloyd Innan. Gratefully. Um, but, you know, in interviews, I like to change my voice. I like to change the octave. So instead of all okay. this bass that you're hearing, it's <clears throat> <laughs> it's more of a high. Hey, hi. You got uh, pull yes. up that second voice. You have to. The code it's switching. like a wallet. <laughs> listen, the code switching starts on the phone. Hi, my name is Lloyd. I absolutely would like the opportunity to join the team. Got to sell it. On an interview on Tuesday at 1030. I'll be there. <laughs> it's not a game I heard. Now, you know, before you get that interview, the resume. How mm. how tight is your resume? How far back are you going? Are you putting down the references? Listen, so I used to use resources back at college. Okay. Because my resume building on my own, I was like, oh, this is terrible. And I wasn't getting the kind of results that I were that were conducive to like the kind of job that I was looking for. Really though. So I literally had to go back to Cal State Fullerton, speak with the counselor, and they chopped up my resume. And then I started getting more um better job opportunities. Yeah. I got my degree in business finance. There you go. You know, right? X's and those African. You have to look at an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> I know y'all looking at, right? There but as soon as I graduated, I was like, oh, I don't want to look at an Excel sheet yeah. for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I literally have barely even been using my degree. I know a lot of people can agree with that. You go to school because your parents tell you, right. especially if you grew up in, you know, uh, if your parents are from a third world country, like most of our parents are, your first generation here, you know that that responsibility to go to college and set an example for your younger siblings right. falls on you to go to college, right? High school graduation is nothing. That's like yeah. junior high. <laughs> what's what's expected is the college degree that bachelor right that so so in my family i was the first person there so i set the standard um 
um, and my family, but I don't even use my degree. You, you know, uh, you know, I noticed what you love. You're a lot of the first. I mean, are, are we all? Are we <laughs> That's all? A lot. This man is breaking records. Listen, <laughs> some of us in our family have um, have to break the generational yeah. curses. You know Definitely. what I mean? Like we feel like you know yeah. we're a little bit different, or it's a little bit harder. You yeah. know, the first uh, the first daughter, the eldest daughter, has so much responsibility, and that eldest. Listen, <laughs> that eldest comes with a lot of responsibility. Man, they expect a lot from you, bro. Because they're the you're the you're their first guinea pig, right? And then the, and then the ones after that they, they follow you they follow the right yeah. then they can um adjust and then they can uh uh tinker but you know as as the, as the man you know yeah. you have a, you have a lot on your shoulders you pops have, you have to pops will get on you with the lectures come on man you need to be responsible <laughs> more than long do the dishes the chores and the all, grades all the chores listen and sports <laughs> everything listen and and ec- extracurricular activities multiple choice come you got to cross off everything everything <laughs> Now, the sites that I use, bro, in the past, I feel like I've had, you know, more progress than other ones. Like Career Builder, when I used yeah. it in the past, I never got to look back. I'm about to I, say. I don't even know where my resume went. Yeah. But indeed, LinkedIn, yes. I mm-hmm. feel like, you know. Those, those are the two. Those are the two, you that know. That I seem to get the most response yeah. back from. Absolutely. And why, why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know why those two seem to be the most two, uh, seem to be the most um, popular. Monster used to be a big one back in the day. <laughs> Monster. Remember that one? <laughs> that was another one. That one turned into junk. Um, I heard people having success on um, a myriad of different websites like Yahoo Jobs, but the- Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah. I was going to say there was that random one. And I'm go to like, that miscellaneous section. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you get this job? How'd you find it? And people say Craigslist. And I'm thinking Craigslist was first, you know, yeah. more backdoor activities. Yeah. But apparently. You can find anything on Craigslist. You can bro. find anything on Craigslist. A couch. Listen, a couch, a job, a career, a girlfriend. You never know. Anything. Anything that you're looking for is on there. But um, for sure, indeed. And even right now, my LinkedIn is still like populous mostly with um, getting a, a current job. I feel like LinkedIn has the best photos for people. Listen. Are we going to photographers or what? Listen, they have to. If you're looking for a you're mature these pics. adult, um, and you want to see, if you want to see somebody, if, if they're on their steps, see if they have a LinkedIn. You see the ladies with their Ellen suits, Come bro. Come on, man. Every, every lady looks like a little realtor with, them, with that shoulder. It's not a game smile. of Come the on. LinkedIn photos. And I be looking like, listen. Who's taking your photos? That needs to be the new um, dating website. That, that, that LinkedIn, them profiles, you can see exactly what shorty is up to. And ladies, they can see exactly what 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 what, what the, the fellas, fellas have been doing. up to because you can't lie on that thing. Nope. You need resources. Uh, you need so you need you need to uh, you need to uh, get, have them vetted. Yep. Right. And the people that you link with are people that you have done business with or who can somebody. or can vouch for you. Yeah, just doesn't gotta have somebody to vouch for you. There is no pump faking on a LinkedIn profile. <laughs> Or a resume, so that 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 alone, I think, makes it the best yeah. uh, dating, dating website. Like they don't honest. play no games like that. Now, what does a first week of work feel like? Uh, we all know, everybody knows, it's a lot of pressure. You want to be, you want to get everybody's name on a first name basis. Even if you meet four hundred people, you're not going to remember nobody's name. <laughs> Hi, my name is. Hi, my name is. Hi, my name is. Hi, my name is. You go home. You don't know nobody's name. Nobody name. But you got to make an impact. So, what do you think a first week of work is like? The first week of work usually, right in these in these spaces, especially if you're in any kind of like, um, how do I say this politely? But you know, like um, in these spaces, you're usually going to be the only black person there, (laughs) right? (laughs) So everyone there is going to instantly remember you because they're not going to forget the first time that they met Uh. you, right? So (laughs) that in and of itself is, uh, they're going to remember you. You. Just have to be polite and kind and courteous. Real talk. I try my best to try to uh, like crack a joke, firm handshake, um, firm handshake, and then you know look people in their eyes and try to get the, try to get, um, try to get the the girth of them, the yeah. the measure of them, and see you know maybe if you have some allies, yeah. you know because you are you gonna know, be talking to? Come on, man. 
That's all that's important. It is because that's the first time they're going to see you. You get to see some of those microaggressions. You get to see who in the office is going to be weird, who was weird when they first <laughs> met you. You know what I mean? Because it's going to start from the second that they meet you. Work life and personal life are two different, different. things. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be Denzel at work. Boom. And then leave and be yourself. And be somebody else. You know, in them warehouse jobs where, you know, you get to dress however you want. Late night shift. Come on, everyone. everyone's comfortable. Everyone's doing the exact same thing. There's not a lot of uh, supervision. You know, you know, people get comfortable, you know. That's what I've heard. But, yeah. you know, at work, you know, people people become a different version of themselves. Different version. You've got to be comfortable. you got to keep your setting proper. You know, this, this is a business setting. And you can't let people talk to you any kind of way. And you can't be caught talking to anybody <laughs> no. any kind of way. Right? Because you can be fuming in your brain. But you can be fuming, fuming in your head. What you want to say, you don't say. Come on, man. You have to, <laughs> you have to retype emails. You know, you know when you're writing those strict emails. <laughs> Somebody sent you a, a, a spicy email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I gotta pay my gas bill. <laughs> and then you gotta read it to yourself, and then you gotta take out three, four, five yeah, yeah. words at a time, and then you gotta reword it. People can relate to that, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's, when that's, they when they try you, and you and for a second you think, mother. <laughs> And you gotta hold, and, then, and you gotta and then, hold it in. And then your phone bill pop up. And be like, <laughs> that AT&T, get on you. Oh, be like, all right, I'll be, I'll be, I'll your, be all right today. Your rent is due. Your phone is up. Now, Insurance. Now, are you friends with coworkers outside of work? Not all, but mm. some. How do you, how do you do that balance? Because you know, mm. that's t- it's a tough. One. I think that that it's is tough. that is like one of the most dangerous parts about. Um, working in the corporate world because yeah. who you are at work is not who you are at home and then adding <laughs> people to your social media profiles. And they know what you're doing. It's tough, bro. It is. It, it, it introduces a different level of intimacy because now they know yeah. what you was up to this weekend. Really they know what your uh, significant <laughs> other looks like. You know, they know if your parents are actually sick. You know how, you know, like maybe some of the excuses that you would use uh, to coincide with time at work may not or may reflect uh, something different on your social media profiles, right? So I think that it is imperative that if you're going to make uh, friends at work, um, that you try to, um, man, you just have, you just have to just, bet them. Yeah, you just got to know, bro. It's one of those things that you can't be in complete control of. Nope. Uh, and it's just something that is uh, today's day and age. Unless you want to lock all your own uh, yeah, social media. Lock medias, it up. You have to lock all, you zip you it up. Lock all your own. <laughs> because that freedom can be taken away from you so instantly. My, uh, at my last job, yeah. my boss asked to see my phone. And that's how he found out that I was a stand-up comedian. <laughs> God, he has to see my social medias. And I was like, oh, I do have some music. Oh, and, he, and then as soon as he's seen that, then every single conversation that we would have would be about comedy all of a sudden. You see what I'm saying? It's funny that you mentioned that, bro, because mm-hmm. um, stand-up comedy, they work at night. All night. At most an hour. Mm-hmm. If you're doing an hour set. Yeah. So what do you like about the stand-up schedule that you don't like about a nine to five where it's not too flexible. No, don't get me wrong. People like that flex, but what, yeah. do, what, what do you what do you think is a better fit for you? The, well, right now, since I got to do both, um, obviously I would like to just only do stand-up comedy at yeah. night, right? Yeah. Like you just have the, the levity to do whatever you want as long as you are on your toes with your set at night. Yeah. You have complete freedom to All day, bro. do whatever the hell you want. 
right? You can uh, lunch, brunch, you can shop. It would um, create a lifestyle that um, is conducive to a lot more different projects, too. Exactly. Right? You can yeah. start uh, podcasting, acting, writing. Um, yeah. You know what and, I'm saying? Acting and, and, and doing the acting, the acting auditions is during the day. Bro. Everything is during the day, during the week. When you are at your <laughs> nine to five, whether you're, whether you're at home or you're at the office, you're yeah. still working. Still working. You're bro. not free to do these things that other people are able to take advantage of with that schedule. But, you know, you got to earn it. I mean, it's always good to have multiple streams of income, even if you are an artist, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it I mean, is. If, if I mean, if you can make, you know, uh, if you can make things at home and sell it on Etsy, you should do that too. That's a job. Listen, DoorDash, <laughs> yeah. Instacart, money, bro, uh, Uber. There are so many different ways. Like, listen, if you want to, you could keep yourself busy. If just, you want to, just a bunch of different side hustles. Yeah. Just get on these little apps and just drive. Why not? Real talk. Now, how much material or do you do you take from past work experiences? Do you take it to the stage or do you try to keep it separated? I do talk about some of my old jobs just because some <laughs> of them are so random. Yeah, just I because you, some bro. of them are no. so random, one. And then two, um, I like to take people through the lens of what it's like to be a black guy at work. Okay. Right? Because usually yeah. people you know, like uh, you maybe you know a guy at work or you're black yourself. Yeah. But just hearing about black people in the workplace I think is fascinating because, you know, it's sort of like, uh, you know, not the... 1% rule, but like it's just like a lot less representation. The higher that Definitely. you go in your field, yeah. and you'll obviously be by yourself a lot. And I think that that is um, something that is very um, recognizable. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it's funny and relatable. Yeah. Now, we talked about different schedules. What do you think makes people like their job and make it to a place where they want to stay no matter what it is? Like, what do you think are the key elements to make you want to keep doing something? I think that in 2020, that what we learned, especially our generation, millennials, is that uh, a work-life balance is key to, key. to is key to mental health. Yeah. Just just the ability to work from home and be able to take care of your kids, uh, lower the bills as far as gas, and not get stressed having to get up and go to work. Just that freedom opened up so much more pleasure and comfort for people. Like, why do we have to, why, why do we have to work a five and a two? Like, it doesn't, like, when you, like, when you really think about it, it's Those so stressful. Everyone tough, is, bro. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Capitalism demands it. And then, you know, when everything gets shut down and then we have the chance to, like, really look at things, especially our generation, we're not going back into these offices. Man. Look at, look at these men. They, Work I mean, from home. Let's, look, look at these big companies, uh, Pizza Hut, uh, McDonald's, they're, 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 they have entire franchises and their staff just won't even show up. I'm Man, not, I'm went on going, strike. I'm not going in there no more. I just saw something about recently about McDonald's. They all went on strike because the working conditions were so tough. So They're ridiculous. Yeah. At a lower level, people yeah. are just like, listen, I'm standing up for myself. I will work from home. I will figure <laughs> something out. I will get on TikTok and try to find a small business, something online, work remote, and figure it out rather than go slave for this guy who got who got the PPP loan but won't kick down any of it to his employees. You know and what I mean? I'm glad you mentioned that social media as we wrap this up because social media is a job. It's a career now. Bro, I've been trying to grow uh, this It's real serious page. And it's, yeah, it it's a lot of work. It is. And you've been grinding. Clipping, trying to put the jokes but on every, there. But every time I see it, it's going up, right? Hey, man, I'm every trying, Every time bro. I see it, it's going up, I'm Fred. I'm trying, bro. The but consistency it's, is key. But it's just the fact of it, that it's, it's still work. Yeah. Because you want to reach a level God. so that they can pay you for what you're doing, doing with your right page. Now. Mm-hmm. So, you know. That residual income when, when your page is just yeah. making money and you're not even doing anything anymore. And exactly. You got to build to that point. I think the key things that we learned is, you know, just finding job security, having multiple streams of income, regardless of what it is, even in social media and Lloyd's, any last words? And also plug your social media one more time Listen, for us. Listen, be open-minded. 
we all here we all are here trying to figure it out uh me it's your boy lloyd um instagram twitter and tiktok uh yeah i appreciate the time today freddie man i love coming out we have so much fun together man let's you already ready. know the deal make sure y'all follow it's real serious lloyd Yo, you know it's a good cousin, time I appreciate pull up. Cousin, <laughs> nice job. It's real serious. <laughs>